0: How you doing? This is Dusty Rhodes and welcome to Tech Radio for 10 years, the number one Irish tech podcast, bringing you the latest in tech from around Ireland and across the world. Remember, as well as our show on air with RTE and online via the website or your favourite podcasting app, we keep you bang up to date on all things tech every single day with hourly updates and daily newsletters, which you can grab for free at techcentral.ie. Joining me as always this week is our Tech Central editor, Niall Kitson. And Niall, we're only short of having a cake with
1: Candles in the studio this week. <laughs> ah, yeah, close enough. All right, close enough. It's another one of these cultural milestones in tech that uh, when when they're landed upon you, you're like, oh yeah. And we were sort of like, ah, oh, will we talk about this, you know, at length or or just mention it in passing? And then we went, Do you know what? The more we tease out this subject, the the more we'll be lucky to even scratch the surface in the length of show that we have
0: absolutely and uh, and i suppose it just goes to show how important these people are because we're not even going to wait for their 21st <laughs> here it is ladies and gentlemen 20 years google has been with us on planet earth and 20 years that kind of that sounds scary cuz you're going to go is it
1: really 20 years well, look at it this way: the same way that Hoover has become synonymous with the vacuum cleaner, you know, it's become a verb. You mm-hmm. know, it, it is what it is. Google is now is synonymous with the internet. What do you do? Well, I don't do an internet search for something; I Google it. Yeah, it's it's just assumed that that's what you do. So that's the sort of the cultural impact that uh, Google has had uh, on the world. Let alone the dozens and dozens of pro- products that it has released, some fantastic, some not so, uh, and some of the things it's doing into the future. Um, so, your take on Google, Dusty? Well, I'm ju- I'm just trying to remember what life was like before Google, because you and I are, are of a certain vintage. <laughs> well, when I was starting on the internet, <laughs> Yahoo was the thing. Excite was pretty good as well. Uh-huh. Um, AltaVista, don't I-O-L. forget AltaVista, AltaVista. Well, Alta Vista was a little bit behind me. All
0: oh, right, okay. And <laughs> now we're showing but, the age gap, you see.
1: Yeah, ever so slightly. But still, you know, I, I, I wasn't a digital native, but, uh, you know, there came a certain point where just you just Googled
0: things. Actually, it. Now, th- let, let, let me doff the cap, all right? Because, you know, everybody in the world is talking about Google, but you've brought up a, a, a name that was hugely influential in the Irish internet market, and that was
1: IOL. Yeah, IOL. It's one of these things. Like, I mean, what wh- what did you do? Like, I mean, that was your direct line to the internet, and that's that was it. It was a very
0: uh, uh, interesting story. Uh, Barry, Barry Flanagan was mm-hmm. named the. He's kind of known as the grandfather of the internet in Ireland because uh, he'd known about this. Like in the eighties, it was like, how am I going to make this happen? And he he like Google was in a bedroom in Galway, and he was trying to finance getting Ireland online off 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 the ground by using credit cards. He had several maxed out credit cards, and the company grew and grew and grew, and uh, most Most people in Ireland would have been introduced to the internet via Ireland Online. But of Mm, course, Ireland Online is no more. It was subsumed or or bought over by somebody and incorporated, uh, however. But you know one of the things I remember about life before Google Mm. that we don't do anymore? Okay. What was the name of the guy who starred in the Live or Let Die Bond movie? Oh, that was Roger Moore, wasn't it? I don't know because I think it might have been Sean Connery, and the conversation would go on for like ten minutes. Now right. somebody takes out their phone and goes, "Yeah, man, it's Roger Moore."
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like we don't have those conversations anymore, and that kind of like I miss that mm. having knowledge in my head. And and I noticed that actually a lot about myself now because I heard a quote from Einstein: "Why would you want to try and remember something when you can write it down?" <laughs> Mm -hmm. Which when you think about it is absolutely flawless logic. Um, But the same now is applying uh, in the world because you don't remember things, you don't take things in and you don't stick them in your head because you can just Google anything at any time.
1: Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. We just become a a collection of, you know, reactions and emotions. Sort of intellect isn't necessarily cultivated in the same way it was because, Mm. you know, information is democratized now. And um, this uh, Google is the reason uh, well, Google and Wikipedia, but mostly Google is the reason why the likes of Encyclopedia Britannica mm. uh, went under oh, uh, eventually now,
0: there you go, you see Encyclopedia Britannia, or in my case, because i was I was music mad, I had so many books
1: about music and reference oh, yeah.
0: books and all kinds of and they were my pride and joy and.
1: <laughs> Yeah, the Rolling Stone album guide used to be my absolute Bible and Halliwell's film guide. That was fantastic as well. But you just, you don't need
0: them anymore. You don't need them anymore. My entire CD collection, which which actually replaced my entire vinyl collection. So there's two massive collections of music that ended up getting binned uh, and now replaced by uh, a Spotify subscription, Yahoo. Uh, I don't know. Do Do you know the other thing I notice these days? You don't have to remember why. Uh, you don't have to remember um, website addresses. I don't think anybody does, do they?
1: No, I don't think so. They just yeah, type if you it can outsource it your memory to the cloud. Why would why would you bother with anything else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, um, uh,
0: yeah. So I just think that's kind of interesting how the uh, how the world has changed. And then the other thing that really scares me, in a way, is that anybody under thirty years of age does not remember a world without Google. Yeah, and yeah, it's not so much is that. Pretty scary because it's like kind of you know our parents would say, "Oh, I remember a world before color television, or even television at all, or whatever." Like you know,
1: mm, but it's the yeah. thing
0: that you know, kind of one company can have started twenty years ago, and like now, bam.
1: Yeah, yeah, Bum. they they are the internet, but they've given us some absolute duds as well. You know, mm. in as much as Google has been fantastic at some things, they've they've been terrible at others, and sometimes these things are failures. I don't want to say failures by design, but they're okay with failure. It's not a, you know, perhaps they're maybe partly responsible for this whole tech thing of fail better, which I know is a Beckett quote. But um, the sort of fetishization of failure, I think Google has a little bit to answer for for that. But um, we've we've got favourite products that Google has has stuff to do with and some terrible products that Google mm. has had some stuff to do with. So you are in charge of the list <coughs> for today. Well, so, uh, just
0: just off the, off the top of your head, what would you say are mm. your top
1: three Google products? Uh, okay, for good or ill? That doesn't matter. What are your favourites? <laughs> okay, right. Uh, well, first of all, I have to say uh, um, Android. Mm-hmm. you got to say Android. That's in my um, top three. Uh, you know, the world's most popular mobile operating system uh, largely because pretty much anyone can use it. It does, there are actual benchmarks in place. Uh, you can't just, you know, nab Android and put it onto any old piece of junk. Uh, like, there are technical, uh, basic technical requirements that have to be met. Um, uh, but, you know, it's got what's the percentage of the, the mobile phone market? Oh, I don't know. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. We won't stick a number on it because we can't be sure of it. But okay, so, so there's Android. Um, open source, everybody does apps for it. It's fantastic. It's a security nightmare, but everybody uses it anyway. So that's that's my, my first pick. Would you agree? Uh, oh, I would
0: absolutely agree. And I was kind of going through one of my favourite Google apps and I decided to uh, rate them by the ones I use the most. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my phone every day. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, Android is like kind of number one. What else would be in your top three?
1: OK, uh, I I want to look at a high profile failure because I think it's an invention that will be somewhat justified in a couple of years time. And of course, I'm speaking about Google Glass, which was Google's stab at augmented reality, uh, which is what we Notice it is now um but their big error was pushing it into the consumer space before finding a use for it in business they went straight to the cool with it they went straight to the shiny and it looked ridiculous on people you you had what they called explorers if you remember the the beta testers um who were going around the place and people getting very concerned about being caught on camera and not being known with whether they were being filmed or not Huge privacy concerns uh, to go with it. Also, the fact that the industrial design on it wasn't great. There was a second-generation glass uh, which was much, much better, but it never, never hit the streets. Even I think it's a, it stayed in the lab. So now, however. We have the likes of Daiquiri using augmented reality in business. We have mobile phones using augmented reality in gaming, like um, Pokemon Go, of course, being the most high profile example. And I think it was just an example of, yes, you can get information overlaid onto what you see on the street or in the home or given a visual prop. It comes down to how obvious it is when somebody is using a device to get that kind of information. Like a Daiquiri headset is, you know, the current generation are actually much more comfortable, but they're not, you wouldn't mistake them for anything else. Similarly, if you're using um, an AR app on your smartphone, it's obvious that you're using a smartphone to do something. So it's not, it doesn't feel as surreptitious as walking around with a really, dodgy looking headset with a light on where the camera is. Um, So I think the idea of Google Glass down the road, people will go, yep, do you know what? Noble failure, but a failure nonetheless. Um, And that's that's kind of, yeah, a a product that I think Google will be remembered for, for being a bit too ahead of its time. And compare and contrast with Microsoft HoloLens, um, where they are doing the business applications first, getting people used to the technology and then maybe we'll see it filter into the mainstream when the price of the headset comes down.
0: All right. So after uh, Android and Google Glass, then what? What would complete your top three with uh, Google that
1: sticks in your head? Uh, well, I mean, where 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 do you start? I mean, you know, okay, put search to one side, which which you have to. What um, search wouldn't be in your top three? Well, I mean, you're done talking about search. Search is in the background. Search is implied. Um, so I'm going. See, we we all know voice is going to be the the next um, the next wave. If oh, you will, oh, there's a bold prediction. Yes, all right, that is. Yeah, I mean, voice will um, erode the importance of the keyboard. Um, I believe. Um, So for that reason, I'm actually going to look a little bit forward at something that might be really good for Google. And I'm going to say Google Assistant.
0: Oh, now this is something that I like and detest at the same time. Why do
1: you like it? Um it's not even that I like it uh, because I mean it's a it's something that's going to be under constant um constant reinvention, constant improvement, also constant gathering of your personal data if you let it. Precisely. Um, so but the thing is we are increasingly going to be using voice as our primary interface and we're seeing it more with You know, gradual uptake of Siri. We're seeing it more with how Alexa has taken off in Amazon devices. I mean, Mm -hmm. Alexa is being um, put into everything from smart plugs to speakers at this stage. So uh, Google Assistant is it's underpinning Google's voice um, uh, plan. And depending on what your voice is like or what you're asking, it may yet be the most accurate of the three. I I have to say I
0: uh, I do find that the uh, logarithms or whatever way it is, it's certainly recognising what I'm saying to the phone an awful lot quicker. I would use it occasionally. I've do you know where I've started using uh, Google Voice now a little bit more is when I just couldn't be bothered typing the question into the search box. <laughs> And
1: so and that's exactly what they want you to do
0: and I find myself more kind of you know hitting the microphone and going okay uh, who had the number one song in the United Kingdom in June 1968 or whatever happens to be and they'll tell you Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it will recognize my words and it'll properly type them. And then I started using a little bit more on the WhatsApp application, of course, as well, Mm. when you're chatting to people instead of having to uh, type those things out. But the voice recognition is definitely getting much, much better. I like that uh, side about uh, voice. But the, the other side, I'm just, I don't like the fact that, you know, something that's connected to the internet is listening to your every word. I still can't get over that.
1: And that's, that's where Apple will always say they have the edge, uh, when it comes to these things because they're like, Privacy first, software and hardware are the exact same thing. Yes, you're paying a premium for our products, but that's where we make our money, effectively.
0: Actually, do you know what? Uh, That's true, because I was just doing a little thing about uh, the trust of the major brands uh, in the world, okay? Hmm. Uh, So when you talk about Apple, one of the things I thought that Apple did brilliantly was, do you remember there was like a a, a suspected terror attack in California or something like that, and Mm -hmm. they found an iPhone, and the big thing was that the police weren't able to open the iPhone and Apple uh, they asked Apple for their help and Apple went nope <laughs> yep. we don't care who it is uh, our privacy policy is our privacy policy and we ain't opening it for you and I actually think uh, you, I don't know about the rest of the world but Apple actually got kudos from me for sticking by their privacy policy and not opening it that's the whole point of it being private regardless of who wants it whether it's the government or your uh, uh, yeah, your, 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 your girlfriend's boyfriend or whatever happens to me. <laughs> Trying to think of examples weren't weren't coming but, to play. But, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I but, mean, but tech on the companies other sides, are no, I'm really
1: I'm, supine over this stuff. Yeah. I mean, if it was Facebook that would, that was asked, they'd be like, yeah,
0: sure. And would you like their friends? Uh, well, exactly. <laughs> and that's my point is that Apple, I think, got a lot of, uh, recognition for, for doing that. Whereas Facebook lost a lot of credibility, uh, with the whole Cambridge uh, Analytica uh, data scandal.
1: Yeah, but but let's talk about Google because that's what we're here to do. Oh. So your your so side of the Voice, effect, What, what do you think they're mm-hmm. great at?
0: I think um, I, on my list uh, of my top three, I had Android as you did. I had search as you say is a, is is a given. All right. I think hmm. it's interesting though with uh, with Google search when you're looking at how big Google is because you think Google is. The, does anything get any bigger? Uh, a billion people use Google every day. Wow. 2 billion people use Facebook every day.
1: <laughs> well, that's kind of scary in yeah, itself yeah, it pretty, is, isn't you know?
0: it? <laughs> it's like, wow! Um, so anyway, but whatever about the search. And then the Chrome browser itself.
1: Yeah, Chrome has, what, 55, 60% of the global browser share market at the moment? It's, it's what I use every day, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and,
0: yeah. and as I say, it's it, this is this is my life online. It's kind of like I've got my Android phone and I launch my Google browser and I talk to Google. <laughs> I suppose mm. I really am well in there, aren't I? There, um, you're, you are locked in. I am locked Well, no, no, no. Don't you start, Kitson, because we will have a row on the <laughs> air and that is not going to be good, okay? The reason that I like Google and Android and the whole thing is that I am not locked in and one of the reasons why i like google and android is that if i need to find a solution for a problem if it's not provided by the actual software providers in google themselves some other guys come up with a solution or whatever and if i so choose i can use it with apple ho, ho, ho different story Well, you do what you're told in Apple, all right? And Mm -hmm. nobody but Apple will be able to put anything on your device, whatever happens to be. And I don't like that, but anyway, we've been there. We've had that conversation, and I know that you're winding me up. And most (laughs) annoyingly, it worked. Okay, so Chrome. Okay, another one that you like Chrome (laughs) or dislike? Do you know what? uh, Do you know where I really think one of the major areas where
1: Google has changed the world? Okay. Google AdWords. Ah, now this is this is an interesting discussion because you have direct experience of using AdWords and I do not. So um, tell us a little bit about your your AdWords odyssey.
0: Not so much as an AdWords odyssey. It's like before Google. Back in the days when we talk about things in the pub. Um if you wanted to advertise, you would go to a magazine or a newspaper or a radio station or a TV or whatever it happened to be. Or you would print flyers or you would do posters or you get your billboards done or whatever. That's the way the advertising world worked, right? And it was a big thing. And basically, you had to go in and pay money to somebody else and, and, and it would all be done for you. And then Google AdWords comes along and says, eh, what you want to bother doing that for? You could do it all yourself. And mm-hmm. and not only that, but you will only pay when people click on your link. So effectively it's like free. <laughs> and of well, course. It- all it, of these, all of these small uh, advertisers, then and and a lot of the, the the larger advertisers, all jumping on this because it's a it's an amazing way to get to the audience that you want to get to, and the way you're able to track and say, no, I only want people uh, who are in Tipperary or within thirty kilometres of Tipperary town uh, who have got uh, are surfing on an Apple computer, uh, who blah blah blah, and you can really define your audience, and then the ad is only shown to them, and then you only pay when they click. Hmm. um so i think that kind of there's there's two ways of looking at advertising one is that you know to have that kind of precision in advertising is amazing all right and you can get exactly who you want but the danger and the problem with that is you're not picking up people by accident you're not getting in new people who might be interested in your product Do you know what i mean Mm. Yeah. So there is still uh, very much a need for this scattergun approach, if you like, of mass media, television or radio or newspaper advertising, whatever the the, the heck it happens to be. Um, But I think what we have seen is we have seen uh, advertising move all online and go into Google and go into Facebook because, I mean, between the pair of them, I think they account for something like 60% of all online advertising certainly in the wow. United States anyway I would say it's phenomenal between the, just those two companies um, but I think we've seen a, a swing from the old traditional model old media and then everybody went online and it's amazing blah blah and banner ads and this that and the other and now we're kind of realising oh hang on maybe it's not quite as cool as we thought and it's all starting to balance back out a little bit uh, where we are kind of saying, alright well there is a use for radio there is a use for television there is a use for uh, Google AdWords uh, there is a use for Facebook advertising yada yada and so on uh, which is good um But I think that that whole AdWords thing, when you think about how small that was, it's like, you know, it'll only cost you five cent if somebody clicks a link or one cent if somebody clicks a link. It's like kind of everybody was at it.
1: Yeah, it kind of really introduced metrics into, uh, into media. Uh, whereas before there was the old adage that, you know, uh, I forget who, who said it now, but it was a, a department store owner in the States. He said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Um, that's not a problem anymore. You know exactly what's working for you and what isn't.
0: Mm. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe it does and maybe it doesn't. You, you still don't know. Like, you know, so, uh, yeah. I've done stuff with AdWords. I've had, you know, reasonable success with it. I've done stuff with Facebook. I've had reasonable success with it. Um, I actually found both of them to be quite, um, expensive, believe it or not. Oh, okay. Um, it's just that by the time when you look at the amount of people who need to see your ad and then the amount of people who click on your ad and then the amount of people who actually buy the, the, the product. Uh, so that's that's why I thought it'd end up being uh, quite expensive. Uh, I find it a little bit of a head-wrecker because they keep changing the uh, algorithms. And, you know, what? I really wish I said the way I would do it now is I would just hand it to an ad agency <laughs> who knows about these things. <laughs> and it's like it's almost full circle. Do you know what I mean? But, um, but I think that the thing about AdWords is kind of it was one of those key things in society where power was handed to the man on the street, if you like.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. You didn't need to hire an agency. You exactly. could just come up with your own campaign. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And I think it the amazing that the other amazing thing about AdWords was that even though they were only selling it at a few pence at a go, look at the size of Google now. Mm. Look yeah. how much money it's making. Yeah, it's unreal.
1: Okay, have you got have you got another one
0: for us? Uh well, here's one that we all use every day. Hmm. Google Maps.
1: Google Maps. Yeah. Oh, talk about a revolutionary product and a product that Apple tried to recreate with disastrous results. Although mm. I, 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 it's probably gotten much better by now. But yes, Google Maps. Um, I have to say I'm probably a daily user of it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and another example of not having to learn anything, really. You need to sort of go, okay, I'm going here. Although I, I have been criticized in the past for obsessing over the blue dot. Um, which isn't always accurate, especially when you're, when you're looking for a turn. But um, yes, Google Maps, I got to give props to it. All right. Uh, then the other thing that I think uh, uh, that we
0: should recognize Google for is their biggest competitor in online search. There is one. <laughs> I, n- I knew that would catch you. Yes, indeed, yeah. because
1: when you are number one in search, there's always a number two. Shopping at your heels. Uh, okay. Um, now, are we looking at search search, or you know something that performs the function oh, of search? Oh,
0: Nile! Oh, Nile! You should know the second biggest search engine in the world is probably Facebook, YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it is because yeah. uh, do you know where I use it? How do you change mm. a plug? <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yeah. I was looking at uh, uh, I had a, I had a new uh, a new plugin for a um, a website I was designing the other day. Uh, mm. And I kind of oh, I can either go through and figure this out or I can see if somebody's put up a video yet. <laughs> yeah. So- Sure enough, there was a video on YouTube with somebody just walking me through how everything was done and it saved me half the time, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. YouTube is the second biggest search engine uh, in, in the world because if you want to know how something is done, we'll just type it into YouTube and boom, there's, there's somebody there to show it. Or product reviews and unboxing and all this kind of stuff, like, you know. Yeah, these things yeah. come and go. It's also the biggest music platform in the world, isn't it? Uh, yes, I think it is. No, mm-hmm. yes, I, okay, I don't know for sure, but uh, when you say that to me, I kind of go, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Especially when you type it into the fact that you've got Google Play, all right, which kind of is mm-hmm. doing its own little Spotify kind of jobby, uh, or iTunes or whatever. Um, but then uh, you've got the new YouTube uh, music app now, which will uh, play stuff like Spotify does, but will show you the video if you're looking at the screen. Mm-hmm. Or you can not look at the screen and it'll just keep playing the audio, so... So I don't know Mm. how many people are buying into that because, you see, the problem is is that YouTube has been a source of free video for, like, uh, forever.
1: And people just
0: associate it with free.
1: Exactly. You know,
0: and then having to go in and pay for it is like... uh... Don't know if I'd bother, but uh, mm. no, I think uh, I think YouTube is fine. And I remember, like two, three years ago, talking to a girl I know um, who's much younger than I, and had said that she bought a you know a new Samsung TV and it's got whatever Google Chrome plugged in plugged into it, and she watches YouTube. And I'm like, what you you do really? Blah blah blah. blah. And now here I am, whatever it is, four years later, I'm doing exactly the same thing myself. Mm. Yeah. Because I'm utterly bored uh, with watches on television, except with the exception of The Bodyguard on BBC. Did you watch that? I haven't been watching oh,
1: it. No, I hear it's great.
0: Oh, when it, when, it, when it comes out as a box set, watch it. Anyway, But it, um, um, I'm kind of like, again, I've got a very short attention span. So I like to see, you know, kind of flicking through YouTube and just watching stuff for, for two, three minutes or five minutes or whatever happens to be. And then move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So YouTube would be a very big part of my life. YouTube Maps, very big part of my life. Uh, Search, a big part of Android Chrome. AdWords, not so much anymore. Um, and then what's becoming more and more a bigger part of my life is Google Drive. You're probably a big Google Drive user, right?
1: Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I, I use um, Google Drive in lots of different contexts and uh, it's gotten better and better. Um, once you bring in Google Docs and spreadsheets, I mean, it, it, it really is... The, Top competitor to uh, Office Three, really, isn't
0: it? Uh, it is. It, it, it's not as polished as Office, uh, and not quite as good. But it's. A f- I mean, it's free. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. uh, uh, you can use it anywhere uh, once you're connected to the uh, internet, and I uh, believe you can use it when you're not connected to the internet. It doesn't do quite as much as Office does, but do you know what? For eighty percent of
1: of people, it's perfect. It's perfect. It'll, it'll work. Uh, and, it's, and it's all in one place. Yep. Super convenient. Uh, can, I, can I give a very quick shout out to two services that are um, being rolled out now that I, that I heartily recommend? Go uh, Google Photos mm-hmm. and uh, Google uh, Desktop uh, in its current form, which just backs up your desktop and you choose which folders uh, on your PC that you want to, um, you want to sync up. Fantastic.
0: All oh, right, okay. Uh is does that work
1: like Google Drive does it work like uh, Dropbox is is that kind of a thing? It's it's basically uh, an automatic Dropbox, yeah. The same way that Dropbox kind of just sits in your in your file structure, mm. uh backup just sort of works away in the background. So okay, grant. And
0: does this mean then that you can work off several different devices and every device you open your uh, desktop will be the same? Yeah, similar similar to Dropbox. all oh, right. Okay. Well, that's not too bad. And then uh, Google Photos, I know because I use that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that I upload I don't use it for all my photos. Um, where I use it is I upload kind of my best photos that I've taken with my phone onto mm-hmm. uh, onto Google Photos and then uh when the telly is on and Google Chrome is not doing anything, it displays the photos in a little slideshow. It's quite nice. 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 So it's good. So I think it's fair to say that we are both uh we Google fans. it's it's had its ups
1: and its downs stroke users (laughs) users (laughs) there you go
0: whatever it happens to be but a happy birthday to Google it's amazing actually as you said at the very start of the program that when you sit down and think about what Google has achieved over the last 20 years and all of the amazing intricate parts of our lives that it shares it is something else like you know Mm. so Mm. there we go grand All right. well listen happy birthday Google that is our show for this week just before we uh, head off can I remind you that you can get the lowdown on all things tech in Ireland with hourly updates daily newsletters and more at our website techcentral.ie or of course you can listen to us every week online or Fridays at 5pm on DAB Digital Radio with RTE Radio 1 Extra until next time from myself Dusty Rhodes and from Nile Kitson at Tech Central HQ thanks so much for listening have a great
1: weekend
0: iTunes, or download on demand at techcentral.ie Tech Radio is produced by digitalaudioproductions.com Tech Central